Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at MyBestBailBonds.com. It's time for your in-depth look at the world of gaming. Here we go! The Meta with Katie Barber. Hello and welcome back to The Meta right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. I'm your host, Katie Barber, and I've got James Pledger with me here, like always. <laughs> uh, we're going to kick off the show with some esports news. We've got another Smash Tournament tomorrow. We're probably going to talk about those every episode. Um <laughs> with some League of Legends and Call of Duty Pro Play that you can watch over the weekend, too. Um, then we're going to jump into the news because more companies are getting bought by big publishers. Everyone's getting bought. No one's giving me any money. Um, when am I going to be bought? <laughs> no. I mean, I've got a lot of skills to offer. I don't, um, but I'd still like no. to just be a part of right. things. You don't have to spend $30 billion on me. That's yeah. fine. I'm not out. Battlefield 40, 2042. Um, <laughs> delaying the first competitive season of their game to the summer because they are in they're in the process of trying to update the game to a you know an appropriate mm -hmm. and, and, like a like a minimally competent. I just want to read a quote from your notes. Yeah, <laughs> Battlefield 2042 is such a mess <laughs> that developers are delaying the game's first full season. Those are my words, not anyone else's. <laughs> right? Well, no, and so what cracks me up is they literally are just like, the decision gives us time to focus on improving the Battle mm -hmm. 2042 experience while finalizing the development of our seasonal content. I'm like, I know things don't need to be finalized when they get released, but the game's been out since October. The game has been out since October. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't, like, or November. Right, November. It was supposed to originally come out in October. And so for it to come out in November without even its first competitive season, like, it's just insane. We haven't even gotten the scoreboard, which we know is coming. Vo voice chat's supposed to be coming. But, like, maybe everything will just be done in 2042. Is that kind of what they're what they were saying? So uh, when we get back, we're just going to talk a little bit about building computers. Ooh. <laughs> building computers and how it's a terrible time to be doing that. Uh, <laughs> and my own personal fight in this area. So maybe I can um, get somebody to send me a graphics card. Anyway, we'll be right back right here on the meta on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. <laughs> The Meta with Katie Barber on San Antonio Sports Star. Welcome back to The Meta, your source for all things gaming and esports, right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Remember, if you missed any of today's show, you can always catch, catch the podcast online at sasportstar.com under the audio vault. So, James Pledger here has, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, he told me, I really want to ask you about building computers. Yeah, and I, I have questions. Him, I told him I can help. I can talk about it to the best of my ability. 
because I have been hampered from building a new computer. <laughs> for, I've been wanting to build a new computer since like mm-hmm. 2019. Like I built my current computer in 2017 to replace a computer I built in 2014. So I, it's like, getting to that age. <laughs> It's my old reliable. <laughs> I'm on her right now. Um, and just for reference, I when I bought, I have a first series Ryzen uh, chipset for my processor in here, uh-huh. um, and that was brand new at the time that I bu- I bought it. Brand new, like brand spanking new. And now I can't even upgrade to Windows 11. Like I was like, maybe Windows 11 would help with some of the problems of having with a couple nope. of my games. <laughs> Mm-mm. It was like it specifically called out my little Ryzen baby. Um, <laughs> so, but so I, I'm, I'm wanting to build a new computer badly. I okay. have been. And okay, because I thing have that con- stopped me is graphics cards. Yeah, and I have questions about this because okay. I usually buy mine full, fully. Like if I'm gonna game or if I'm gonna like a pre-build. Yeah, I'm gonna buy a pre-build because I'm always terrified. Of just screwing something up and setting myself back, you know, hundreds to thousands of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> in no, some I instances. Understand that. But my and- my buddies both also build, and they said, you know, graphics cards, chips, things like that. Since the pandemic, have skyrocketed, and yeah, so I know you're hobby. getting close <laughs> to a new build. If I were to eventually take on the process of going through my own build because I know you have an idea of what you want to do, the specs you kind of want to build to the graphics cards you want to use the, you know, how much CPU you're going to use, how much memory and Ram you're going to have and how many actual drives you're probably going to have on that computer, especially for you have an idea of what you're gaming. Everybody has their own idea of what they're going to use gaming wise refresh rates all that stuff so i'm kind of wondering if i was to undertake such an activity and i know that graphics cards are the biggest Mm -hmm. hardest part of it right now what are you looking for in a new build so the 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 two most important things that you're gonna buy that I that I build around would be my GPU and my CPU. So the, the processor mm-hmm. and the graphics card. <clears throat> and there's a lot of really good um, online programs that you can use to help like make sure that the items that you're going to use are compatible with each other. Um, but that's because that's really the biggest thing is you want because you have to buy those parts. You need to buy a motherboard to put them on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know anything too like too crazy about the differences between motherboards but the big thing about motherboards is the size of the motherboard you know if you have a particular like really aesthetic case that you're super into that you has all these lights and whatever it is that you want the special cooling systems um like those are usually determined by the size of the motherboard um and then from there you figure out what parts are compatible your memory what drives you're going to use, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not you're going to have, like, I had, um, I have, I think, I, I run my OS on an SSD, but then I've got a couple of, like, eight terabyte, like, hard drives that I just, like, keep video yeah. on, like, gameplay that I've recorded that I've never done anything with. 
<laughs> like hours and hours and hours of gameplay. I'm like, maybe I'll do something with this now. Um, but it's but those types of things do require a lot of memory. So mm-hmm. you have to really be cognizant of like what are you using your computer for? Um, because if you're bu- if you're building a computer for gaming, that's not necessarily going to be the best computer for like art, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, graphic design, anything yeah. that requires like a lot of um, processing in terms of uh, the programs that you use for like 3D model developing and stuff like that. So I can't really speak too much on that. I've always just been building computers. To I'm specifically talking games. about a gaming PC. Right, exactly. And so what you're really going to be looking for, like I build around my GPU and my CPU. And right now, kind of the holy grail of, of GPUs is, are they going to be the like the GeForce, the the mm-hmm. RTX, the 3090 is the big one. But literally, like, they're, they're literally, like, $3,000. I built the computer I'm on for, like, $1,700. <sighs> I did already have, like, a monitor and stuff, so I already had my peripherals. So it was just a build to replace my computer. But $1,700 for the entire thing versus $3,000 for just a graphics the GPU. Card. That's insane. That's absurd. Um, but a lot of that has to do with, I mean, in this... It, the reason why I waited so pre-pandemic, way before the pandemic, was Bitcoin mining became really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, it became really lucrative, I guess, is the more accurate statement, is it became incredibly lucrative. And to Bitcoin mine, you need to have really, really powerful PCs. And gaming graphics cards are some of the most, like, the most robust. I mean, they and, and so they were getting bought in mass and built into these Bitcoin mining PCs, which also use up a ton of like electricity they burn out pretty quickly okay so what's so bitcoin mining i don't really understand how it works it's kind of like nfts and blockchain like i understand that they're is that like, like people stealing other people's bitcoins or? I'm, I'm not really sure like who planted the bitcoin where but like it's like people data like data mining for bitcoin see i don't this is <laughs> so we, crazy does anybody want to come on and talk about bitcoin mining like, <laughs> i'm i'm not like a cryptocurrency bro i'm not no. like a you know, I under like I'm sure blockchain is useful, but it's confusing to me. I like hear TV like I see TV static in my brain when I try to think about them. Now, my buddy just uh, ended up because he's got his new build and he's continually tinkering with it to mm-hmm. maximize its efficiency. And he just got this new uh, liquid cooling system for it. And I've always been too scared to do anything with like liquid cooling. Like it seems pretty really efficient. Um, he says they're really, running as probably as clean as it's yeah, any computer he's had. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's going to be more than like what you would get with. I mean, my my cooling on this is fans. Keeps it from overheating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like a hundred percent. And you have to be able to hook all of those things up <laughs> so that they are functional and they work, you know, like that's also can be kind of the hard so part. But you, the motherboard, if building wouldn't go liquid cooling, you'd go straight fan. I mean, I probably, I would be interested in it. I get a, so I am a little <laughs> bit lazy. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the truth shall set you free. <laughs> Which I'm sure is a really bad excuse because it's probably way less complicated than I'm making it out into my head, you know. Mm-hmm. But I am a I'm like conceptually aware that it's a really great way <laughs> yeah. to cool computers um, because that's I mean, then that's the really big thing, too, is making sure once you build it, are you keeping it somewhere that are you keeping it on the floor on the carpet? 
Um, <laughs> are you keeping it high up? Are you cleaning? Are you cleaning your fans out? Are you opening it up and pull? You know, like, are you? That's the and that's going to really be the big key to, to longevity with them too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but a hundred percent GPU and CPU. And once you nail those things down, everything else can really fall into place. Especially with like, I think a PC part picker. I think is the website I'm thinking of. I haven't used it in a while because I haven't built a computer in a while. Um. And there's a really great build a PC on Reddit has some really good resources too. So uh, it's now it's if really... you have functional knowledge of a computer, right? Like just yeah. basic functional knowledge. Mm-hmm. Is it that difficult to like build? Yeah, like put everything together. No. So it's like if you were to look at a motherboard, motherboards literally are labeled. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's like at the beginning of building, it's the same like anxiety that you can feel when you're about to tackle like a really hard puzzle. You're like, it's like, it's like, where do I start? Um, And really it's not that, you know, it's really not that stressful. Like it's, it's literally like putting a puzzle together and just making sure though, they are not like grounding out the board, like not wearing jewelry on your hands or, you know, that kind of stuff. And the hardest part is probably once everything is put together and turning on or everything's put together, getting it to turn on, I mean, it could be like troubleshooting. And, and this is where buying a pre-built cu- custom gaming PC is really, for some people, a better option because troubleshooting like issues on a new build can be really, really difficult. My very first computer I, I built in 2014, I didn't know it, but my board was straight up dead. So <laughs> it was never going to work. But that's like one of the last <laughs> options on the troubleshoot <laughs> list. Because you don't ever want to be just like, well, this is DOA, right? This is just not going to work, period. That's a really terrible place to start troubleshooting. Um, but that was the ultimate thing. So that taught me that for some people it really is. It may be just better. And quite frankly, right now, it's cheaper. It may be cheaper to just to buy a pre-built mm-hmm. computer. Now. I know, I know somebody that bought an iBuyPower pre-built PC, and it has a 3090. And it was like, he got it, and it was on sale, but for $1,400. So if you're patient, you can make it work. You just have to be patient. This is something that I do want to revisit when <laughs> graphics cards prices come down and you actually yeah. start your build for your new when PC. Exactly. But yeah, no, I definitely. But no, this I, is I, definitely I will, something I I'd like to. to come back to. I cannot. My computer, I can do things like this. <laughs> but I had to stop streaming on Twitch because my computer was crashing with pretty basic games. Like really? I, I couldn't. I couldn't get my stream to stay stable. <clears throat> but then I... In the process of all that, too, is moving to San Antonio and starting my job at the Radio Ranch and getting it. So it hasn't really been a good time. But that's a big reason why I stopped streaming is it's really frustrating when I get like 45 minutes, 45 minutes or an hour into a stream and my game, like Binding of Isaac, which objectively shouldn't yeah. <laughs> shouldn't be crashing, is crashing. Or, you know, a game like a survival game I played called Raph. It, yeah. It's not it's not a memory or processing heavy game, but my, but in conjunction with running with the processing from streaming, I couldn't keep my stream stable. Mm. So, but that just comes with an older computer. So it is what it is. So I will hopefully be back with some updates in the near future. I really do hope Please, (laughs) with what's going on. Guys, you Bitcoin miners, stop it. Stop it. Just let them come back. Just give me enough knowledge so I can make some money from Bitcoin mining it to build a computer with that Bitcoin (laughs) money. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to take a real quick break. We'll be back with the nerd news. We're going to find out about James's favorite X-Man and some fun Star Wars 
speculation right here after the break on the meta your home for all things gaming and esports san antonio sports star espn am 1250 and 103.3 fm the meta with katie barbo on san antonio sports star Welcome back to the Meta, your source for all things gaming and esports, right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, and and 103.3 FM, the new frequency. There it is. This week, yes, <laughs> I've got to remember. Trust the me, last we've one is all the one I struggle with. been fumbling over this all week long. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Me, Rob, Jason, Jimenez, we've all been fumbling over 103.3 because we've been here different. so long saying 94.5 FM for the longest time that 103.3 is new and it's it's the monkey in the it's it's the gorilla in the closet right now (laughs) (laughs) and it's exciting um I don't know if it's as exciting about this tweet that you sent me earlier (laughs) that is deleted exactly like like somebody got in trouble Brandon San Giovanni Exactly. The Brandalorian. <laughs> I was about to say that. The Brandalorian. Um he's he's a Disney uh, like a Disney exec. Yeah. And uh you want to go ahead with the verbatim? Yeah. So his tweet read from the Brandalorian, our very own Obi-Wan will be saying, quote, "Hello there." End quote. On Disney Plus, May 2022. And now your friend did some math here. It yeah, math. it, it at a makes calendar. A, That's not really math. Well, it's yeah. I mean, most of <laughs> most of Disney's stuff drops on a Wednesday. It happened mm-hmm. with Loki. It happened with Wandavision. It happened with Falcon Winter Soldier. Like uh, Book of Fett's been dropped. Mandalorian's been a Wednesday drop. Wednesday's been kind of Disney's bailiwick of dropping their new okay. series. Mm-hmm. Well, if you just Put two and two together, and with Disney making May the 4th a thing, May the 4th falls on a Wednesday this year, it lines up perfectly to be the absolute perfect release date for one of the most hyped Star Wars series in who knows how long. Right. And the fact that this tweet was sent out into the world and then deleted that omission. It's like an omission of In guilt. Less than like I shouldn't hours. have said anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean the tweet was literally yesterday from this Disney exec at four oh seven, and today is non-existent. <laughs> Thanks, the Brandalorian, building some hype for you. Know, and May the Fourth is always fun. So um, it's going to be way more than it's ever been this May Fourth. Right. Well, hello uh, there. <laughs> well, hello there. Uh, <laughs> I think my, this is my favorite random news this week because I already knew who your favorite X Men character was, and we <laughs> might have actually already talked about this on the show. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, um, but so Channing Tatum like did an interview and he talked about how he's actually boycotting <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. <laughs> And do you care to explain why? Uh, he is boycotting it because he still has sour grapes <laughs> over the fact that he was supposed to play what is my favorite X-Man of all time, even before the 90s uh, cartoon series, like just in the comics themselves. Gambit was always my favorite X-Man. And he was scheduled to play Gambit in a standalone movie, and it just died. 
It just died, was canceled, never happened, and he is because still of another merger. He is still another merger. Extremely upset about this for sure. Or it's... he is going to be in multiverse of madness, <laughs> and this is a big like oh, misdirection. No. You heard it here first, James Pledger with the speculation. <laughs> I mean, because that was that was the Fox, the the Disney and Fox merger mm-hmm. in twenty. 16 i guess or i don't know it had to have been because the game or at least yeah. a little bit before then because the game was or the game we talk about games too much here, <laughs> the movie was supposed to release in 2016 but it didn't officially get canceled until like 2019 so they just kind of strung strung channing tatum along he said that he worked on that movie for four years four years to work on i mean and i'm sure this happens in hollywood all the time but four sure. years to work on a project that you love look at it's ryan like, reynolds and deadpool and how long that took all right, and yeah, that took him releasing the it test literally footage underhandedly. Releasing his own test footage to make sure that that movie happened. It was some really good test footage, though. So I remember good. seeing it the day it came out. I, I was, was like, like, this <gasps> is perfect. This is exactly what I've always wanted in a Deadpool movie. <laughs> I have a, I have one of the Deadpool movie posters up in my bedroom. Nice. <laughs> I love that first one so much. The second one... But it didn't incubate quite as long. It wasn't as much of a labor of love. But Gambit was always so smooth Mm -hmm. and charismatic and charming. And his his actual mutant ability was just really cool to me with the kinetic kinetic uh, energy transfer. Yeah. uh, And I always thought it was so cool. But to be fair, to be fair, I was always unsure about Channing Tatum. Just because he's very bulky, and Gambit was always kind of tall and lean. Mm, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But I, I will say, maybe, because the, the guy who uh, yeah. wrote and produced the Magic Mike movies worked on Gambit. So maybe all of this, like, Magic Mike magic for lack of a better term help will help him be a like more suave individual in the you know in the inevitable return of gambit and i think you're right on to something why is this coming up now yeah hmm. multiverse of madness but but i so i think we'll we'll be speculating again on multiverse of madness again next week we've had it like every week every like the last week. couple of weeks <laughs> <laughs> so but so you'll just have to listen next week and see what else we've got for you that's so that's going to do it today here on the meta i'm your host katie barber i've got sports stars james pledger don't forget to join us next week on friday at 10 p.m right here on san antonio sports star 12:50 a.m and 103.3 fm <laughs>